It's a miracle. And Ivy, and you are listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be discussing the trials and tribulations of going to an all-girls school. From female empowerment to the downright bitchiness and clear lack of male presence, we will cover it all. So let's get straight into it. First episode. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. So excited. Right, so both myself and Ivy went to all-girls school. We went to two separate schools. And then after year 11, I joined Ivy School for sixth form, whereas she just carried on from main school. And that's where this beautiful friendship developed. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting as well, because we went to different schools, as you said, but we pretty much had the same experience. Like, I'm sure my school was more liberal because you went to a Catholic school, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so my school, we had nuns. It was founded by nuns. Love that. Like an all-girls school. So, yeah, it was Catholic. It was quite strict. Like, we had uniforms and um our uniforms were not nice but you know uniforms aren't designed to look pretty and fashionable um if anything i feel as if they purposely designed them to look ugly with their like forest green colors and kilts just just to keep us in check a little bit yeah that's not a look that doesn't sound great i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) it was really funny they had this test as well like your skirt could never be above your knee so sometimes if a teacher felt like oh you've rolled your skirt or it's really short they do this test where you had to like get on the floor like on your knees and if your skirt was above your knees then it was like too short um that's this so extra this wasn't like a daily occurrence but just yeah some some of the extra teachers just wanted to keep people in check like i can see you've rolled your skirt about nine times so i'm gonna need you to unroll that see these people <laughs> have too much time on their hands like is it really oh, that deep <laughs> no makeup no this no that um but yeah we did pretty much have despite our schools being like quite different we did kind of have similar experiences yeah and i feel like at that age school is just the main place where you make friends so going to an all-girls school for five years meant all our friends were girls yeah naturally that that's just it like these are the people you see for seven hours a day five days a week so these were my friends these were my peers this yeah. is who I'm surrounded by but I feel like being surrounded by like all female energy all the time kind of creates like a little echo chamber of female voices because that's all you ever hear so 100% yeah like, patriarchy is bad we've got to beat down patriarchy this is bad that is bad and kind of if that's all you're hearing I feel like that's why both of us tend to like overthink certain situations and it probably yeah. doesn't help. We just add fuel to the fire. Like if one of us thinks that then, you know, it's going to be like, oh yeah, I definitely agree. Like you were so right. And yeah. all of this kind of female energy all the time isn't always what you need. You need a nice balance. You do. You need a mix of things, you know? And as well, what was super frustrating was just meeting people from other schools who were our age, who were also 15, 16, but have had one, two, three boyfriends. I was just like, where are you finding these people? Can you send me the location? Because I'll be right there. <laughs> Big tune right there. Shout really out so relatable. I remember like going through that like, once I got to uni, um, obviously like being 18 and meeting people who were like my age, but had already had like multiple relationships. And I was like, where? Like, where did you find the time? You know, like at 14, I was like in year nine. Again, did not know a 
single soul outside not a of one not a one how like at what what point did you fit in a boyfriend or a relationship or like where, where let alone time? several where please explain it's, and i feel like i feel like all these american high school romance rom-com films made it worse they lied to us it was straight up fake news i don't know how people were dating at that age where where like i don't get it someone explain I, it to me it became very apparent to me that when i went to the states and did my year abroad and i was meeting like people in freshmen who were like 18 and some of them had 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 been in like five like four five six year relationships and I was like how is this possible at your young age and I'm doing the math so like you've been with this same person since you were like 12 or 13 or 14 with this yeah. one person and I'm like those are your pinnacle years where you're growing up and I was just like absolutely baffled by it but it's super super normal over there like yeah. as you said high school romances going to college together and once they leave college basically just getting married like yeah that's a done deal more or less that is how in America <laughs> the steps go yeah I mean can't relate but <laughs> yeah yeah for me as well I was like in main school I was always looking to sixth form because I was like it's fine in sixth form I'll get a boyfriend it didn't happen then I was like it's fine because in uni I'll get a boyfriend didn't I, happen or set up same thing I was like the the moment I'm around boys it's fine like we'll become great friends and yeah I'll have a boyfriend I was like no nope. uh uni you will be the place uni, uni yeah yeah so yeah we were wrong like <laughs> set us back in terms of like dating and forming like friendships with males yeah like I can't speak for everyone who ever went to an all-girls school because obviously people's relationships are different um people's like sexualities are different but like I feel for me personally it it set me back in terms of like how do I form friendships and just like normal platonic friendships with guys when I really haven't been around them much for like five to seven years a hundred percent like when you think about it it's just weird to be isolated from guys for five years like when you first go to secondary school that's not necessarily at the forefront of your mind but as you grow up it definitely just becomes an odd social environment to be in and I feel like those are your formative years those are the years when you're figuring yourself out you're making friends and friendships that actually last so not having guys there for that whole period kind of leaves a bit of a gap in your social development it's not ideal yeah like at no point in the real world are you ever just going to be surrounded by like people of the same gender or people of the same sex it's like it's a very very unrealistic environment to be in and I think you're right like when you're younger you don't really realize that because you know I you're going to school to like get an education to study um and for me personally like I didn't choose my school or my parents didn't choose my school because it was a girl maybe for my parents because they were like oh I to go to an all-girls school but for me personally I really loved the school I went to like from when I was in primary, I had my mindset on going to my school. Like for me, it was just the best school. It had the best education. Um, I liked all the different like activities enrichment programs. So for me, it was just like, okay, this is my number one option. And I wasn't thinking about, oh, it's all girls or it's mixed. It was just the school I wanted to go to. Yeah. So at that age, you're not really thinking about that. But then you get a bit older and you're like, it's weird that I'm not yeah. friends with it. <laughs> it's it's very it's very strange it's very strange and I I just feel like at, for a girl at an all-girls school it's gonna end one of two ways for you I feel like being deprived of guys for five years you're either gonna end up being so thirsty or just socially awkward to be quite honest like if anyone has seen the show 
too hot to handle on Netflix. That is what happens to you <laughs> when you go to an all girls school. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Like you're that thirsty that not even Jesus can help you at that point. Or, oh yeah, or you're just a little bit introverted, but neither of those are the goal in life. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of my friends or like people I met who went to all girls were literally that, like literally that, like so awkward. so awkward you know when you get secondhand embarrassment from the awkwardness (laughs) literally and i'm like please stop talking yeah (laughs) the situation (laughs) like i'm in physical pain just witnessing some people interact yeah i think for me personally it was just really normalized because like in where i went to school there was my school, which was all girls across the road, was an all boys school. Next door to them was another all girls school, and then like ten minutes up the road was an all boys school. So like oh, wow. it was, it was really really normal. So it didn't seem like something that was weird or off. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be so interesting to know what it was like for guys who went to all boys schools, like if they had a similar experience or if it was completely different. Like we just don't know. But if yeah. you are guys who are listening and you did go to an all boys school get in touch with us let us know what it was like let us know if you relate to this or if you know none of this all of it's going over your head it would be super interesting to know please do I would love to know as well yeah and I feel like for us when we got to sixth form when it was mixed we'll get into that a bit more later but when it was mixed you kind of just don't know how to act anymore you're like what is men what are these species how do I talk to them give me some instructions Honestly, it was like joining sixth form was like being thrown into the wild. It was like, yep. hey, where is the 101 book on how to talk to guys? Like, do they only talk about football? What's good? That sounds like super, super naive. Like, I do have brothers, so I'm, I was like used to being around like males and stuff, but not in like a friendship sense. Yeah, like we didn't have the chance to develop those friendships. So when five years later, like deep that, five years later, we're thrown in at the deep end and we just expected to know how to get on with these people. We didn't, like we needed a step-by-step guide. Exactly. And I think it led to me overthinking things like, oh, if I start speaking to this guy, is he going to think that I like him? Yeah. Or is he like I'm trying it on or, or like flirting when I'm just trying to be friends and have like a normal conversation and honestly this must sound so crazy (laughs) and wild to people who went to like normal knit schools like what's in the world but like we didn't get the opportunity to make those normal friendships and develop those social skills yeah we were deprived of that so yeah that's okay please don't we're not not like this now but (laughs) yeah we've grown and yeah, you're yeah you're right as well because that whole period in secondary school you spend each of those years thinking about what those experiences are going to be like overthinking it for five years so when you do get there it is a bit overwhelming because you just don't know how you just don't know how to act yeah you're, you build it up in your mind of how it's going to be and then the reality is very very different yeah very so different and I feel like for me in main school I was I mean I don't want to toot my own horn but I was kind of the life of the party like (laughs) I was the life of the party like I wasn't necessarily the most popular but I wasn't in one group I had friends in most groups like I wouldn't even think twice before doing or saying anything and then as soon as I got to sixth form I feel like had a rude awakening because I was like I don't know I just yeah like you said you're you overthink every single thing you say because you don't want it to come across a certain way and then I kind of went into my shell a little bit because I just didn't want to 
yeah, say the wrong thing in the wrong way and come across in a certain way. And it was just, it was a bit of a mess. And I feel like that would have been prevented if I'd gone to a mixed school because it wouldn't have ever been something that was a big deal. Yeah, I, I feel, I, I understand what you're saying. I feel sort of similar, but then also like really different because you were saying how you were really like outspoken and headstrong. Yeah. Um, in secondary. For me personally, I was quite the opposite. Like I had my tight group of friends who, you know, I could really be myself around, but I used to be really, really shy in school. And it wasn't until after year 11 that I really came into myself, like knew who I was as being fun, outspoken, like not afraid to share my personality. And I wanted to carry that through to sixth form, especially because I was moving school. So for me, it was like an opportunity to like reinvent myself or like be my actual self without being judged because like five years you literally you go through everything like loads of different stages between your seven and eleven loads yeah. of things happen that like six on I was like cool new Sammy the Sammy the be your best Sammy yeah um where I came into it but then us six on the surrounding was just a bit mm, yeah not perfect but I felt like if anything i wanted to be more outspoken but again it was kind of like measuring how I act in these social situations yeah yeah I, I completely get that and I feel like it's a lot of just a lot of being in your head and just thinking about how you're coming across the whole time yeah exactly and I don't know if things would have been different had I gone to a mixed school because I, I can't speak on that sense because I never had the opportunity but um I am so glad like I went to my school and it's just literally one of those things you just have to hold the L of being deprived of the opposite sex for five years you learn from it and you just go with the flow exactly but I mean we got there in the end it just took us a bit longer than everyone else our age yeah I would just like to take this moment um to just apologize to the sixth form guys who became target because <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> they did become the object of our attention so despite yeah my school and both our schools being like all girls the sixth form was mixed so these boys were joining and they knew what they were they knew what they were doing they, did, they knew like we would just look at like they were automatically became fine they were just automatically hot because there was not that many of them they didn't need and to when be you when you're 13 and you literally haven't seen a boy and suddenly here are the six formers wow we really used to like chase them around not me personally uh-huh some people i know mm-hmm. say it with your chest <laughs> it's true though like I felt so bad some of them were literally being like physically chased by main school girls I even remember some girls would wait outside their classroom and just stare at them just stare like it was it was a mess it was chaotic do you know what was really funny so like the year 10s and the 11s we were trying to act like really cool about it and you know like not give them too much attention but the year 7s and 8s were wild (laughs) they had no chill zero chill Young, they were the ones who fully like chase guys, know their names, wait outside classes. Yeah. Wow, I really hope I wasn't like that when I was in year seven and eight. I felt for the guys, like a few of them could have gotten restraining orders because it it was intense. (laughs) It's really funny because um, my brother, he went to a sixth form uh, that was at an all girls school and he would come home and literally tell us how like the girls would chase him they'd wait outside his class and how they were literally like terrorizing him and I remember at the time just like laughing and thinking oh, I bet he loves the attention really but in hindsight I'm, I'm <laughs> like yeah it sounded traumatic 
yeah like they had no limits these girls i i don't know why i'm saying these girls because i was also part of them like i <laughs> i remember it's, it's not even i don't know why i'm baiting myself out but i remember when i was in i think it was year 10 or 11 and i was doing maths and i wanted to do maths a level so i had to get a certain grade but i probably should say at this point i was in the top set of maths so I was all right. Little humble brag. I know I was all right. But we had this opportunity to be tutored by six formers. Um, and so like our whole year group had the opportunity, but people in the lower sets were prioritized because they needed more help. However, me seeing the opportunity that I could be tutored by a sixth form guy, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to take it. Like I'm going to volunteer as tribute because when else am I going to be able to talk to a guy again? So it's, it wasn't the best idea. Do I have regrets? No, that's what happens when you're deprived for five years. Not sorry about it. Oh my gosh. You yeah. deprived a uh, right. set girl. Yeah. The thing is me knowing you, you probably didn't even try to move to him. You probably just like stared at him, batted your eyelashes a little bit. And yeah. that was you making, that was you shooting your shot. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I thought I was being quite obvious. Like, I would even stare for like a few seconds at a time. Like, that was me letting him know I was interested. Oh, I don't cool. know why he didn't how, go for it. How did he not notice? Oh, my god. I know. Crazy. Sending signals left, right and centre. Wow. I can't. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, yeah. Girls, feel like you have to dumb yourself down for boys or other right. girls. Or guys, don't feel like you have to dumb yourself down for anyone. Don't do it. You don't need to. Yeah, exactly. And then I do feel like it's also so frustrating for us because when we actually did go to sixth form, which like we said, was a mixed school, I feel like it was the most disappointing experience because it was mixed, but there was one guy to every three girls. Yeah, mixed by yeah. technicality. On paper, it was mixed, but in reality, they were nowhere to be seen. No, I was looking around our sixth form like, wherefore art thou man them? I was, <laughs> and I couldn't see them. It was just like I pulled girls. out the binoculars. L literally looking like, where? So I've been waiting all this time. And Five years. Still, and still nothing. Nothing. I was so ready for that high school romance, but there, there was no one. There was no one around. It was the most disappointing, suspenseful period ever. I was so sad. We were literally like, built up and then drop back down yeah and then it was annoying as well because it meant that <laughs> especially these girls that had waited their whole lives their whole five years for this moment it turned into this really hunger games competitive situation because they were like they were like i'm getting a man out of this it was yeah. intense do you know what was unfair like people had glow ups at different times yeah so some girls were literally growing up like just before uni. So they were like looking prime and pristine. Whereas others were still going through it and still waiting for the glow up. I am others. It's me. I'm others. <laughs> but literally it was, it was crazy. Like I remember orientation, like even the first day orientation, you can tell that people were planning their outfits. People were trying to be best dressed, look the cutest, show off their cool 90 swag and all my vintage shirt. And yeah. orientation, like when we had our assembly, most of the people weren't even listening to what our head of year was saying. It was just eyes. Everyone was like trying to pre each other. People were locking down guys and gals from the jump. They were looking at people like, yep, that one's mine. Cool. <laughs> it was no longer about education. It, it was, it was not, it most definitely was not. And you could, t 
for me I was obviously there to get my education <laughs> but still <laughs> around the room it was like there are three girls and one guy like, that was the ratio it was like yeah. for every every one guy there was like three girls and what is this ratio it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make it make sense exactly and so these girls had to plot and plan had to plot and plan and scheme how to get these guys it could never be me you know what i made it through five years without them what's another two it was still very much just me myself and i the whole time hey me myself and that is all i got in the end it's what I found. <laughs> that song very very relatable thank you queen b it was my theme song for the whole two years of sixth form i'm not over it so yeah, so all of that anticipation just built up and then it was like, oop, dropped you back down, had to humble yourself. And the reality, our sixth form was not an accurate representation of men in the world because they were boys. They were literal children of, <laughs> of the, you know, 2% of them that they were. Yeah. Not a representation of, of the real world at all. They weren't. So, not in the slightest. Yeah. But when I think back to sixth form, um just in time oh, I didn't even make that many friends like yeah I spoke to people but it was literally like you um Gemma and Molly are like literally the people I speak to I had like yeah. two um had like a few other friends um and two guy friends that I made but I don't even speak to them now like, yeah. in Pittsburgh, I was close with those two guys because like we had classes together and stuff but now I don't even speak to them. So yeah, sixth form was just as uneventful as secondary was. It it really was. It might as well have been an all girls school. To be honest, I didn't make a single guy friend. So no, <laughs> not a single, not a one, not a one. It's quite upsetting. Uh, I'm not I talking feel, about it anymore. I feel like for us, it kind of just led to us like overthinking male relationships then because we hadn't had one or hadn't had one myself like for a long time until I literally got to six one obviously it became friends with these two guys and you just like hadn't had one at all for seven years seven years seven years and so it wasn't until it really wasn't until uni that I properly properly started to become friends with guys where they were just literally like my normal friends it was no longer oh these are my female friends or those are my girlfriend it was just like these are my friends yeah Um, and it was great. They're so much more chill and yeah. they, back. they don't hold grudges. They just, they're honest. Just tell you what it is because girls sometimes are just not like that. We overthink things. Girls, we overthink <laughs> things. You do. You do. And I know it sounds, sometimes you don't want to hear it when it's coming from your man or coming from whoever. We do. Listen to me. Wow. We, this is like a motivational talk. I wasn't expecting this today. Honest, I, I remember one time, this was in sixth form, um, I must have just like made a passing comment to my friend, um, didn't even realise like I was being mean or whatever, like she just didn't take to what I said very well, but she, she didn't tell me, so I didn't realise, so the next couple of days I was just carrying on like our normal relationship, and I could tell that she like was ignoring me, or she wasn't speaking to me, and I was so confused, and this went on for about a week, Ooh. so then I had to ask our other friend, I was like, did I, did I do something to her? Because she, uh, she's not speaking to me. And she was like, well, yeah, last week you made this comment and it just didn't sit well with her. It didn't make her feel nice. And I was like, what? That thing, I, that literal passing comment <laughs> that I said weeks ago. And obviously I realised that like words 
can obviously like, really hurt you. But my girl didn't tell me. Like, if you don't tell me, how am I supposed to realize? I yeah, not a mind reader. Wrong? Like, I said it's like a past comment, like a joke. But yeah. I was like, hun, like in future, if I say or do something to hurt you, just let me know. But she was yeah. really holding that on her chest for ages. For that whole and time when it could have been squashed in a minute. Honestly, but my guy friends would just be like, yeah, no. Yeah, I'll just be upfront about it and it would be over. It wouldn't even be a thing. Wouldn't have even started. Yeah. As much as we say that we were deprived of male relationships and all we this were. Stuff, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm still salty. <laughs> still salty. I'm not okay. <laughs> it's fine. We're unpacking all of our trauma now. We are. Um, just there. Despite all of that, we still loved our school despite everything. For me personally, I feel, I felt like, or I feel like, um, it built my character. Mm-hmm. It was like a little safe space of female energy girls were like me going through the same things at the same time. And it was just quite a, a really like, nice, supportive environment. Like, it I loved really was. Yeah, like I overall, I know we're bad mouthing it, but <laughs> overall I did love it. Like I wouldn't have changed my experience for the world, except for maybe adding a few guys into it. But it was great. Oh, and, <laughs> and I feel like I have so many friendships that started in secondary school that I still have to this day so I can't take that for granted um and what I love about just having such a strong female energy was that especially teachers but the school in general just made such a conscious effort to make sure we felt empowered as women like they were always bringing in different female speakers from different professions so we could yeah know that we can do anything and I love that and I don't know if we would have gotten the same that same treatment in a mixed school 100% the female empowerment was great it was exactly what I needed growing up it helped my confidence so much and again with like the teachers they were so amazing they didn't treat us like girls they treated us like young women like they built sort of this confidence in us like you can go out into the world and do anything you want like the world is your oyster you can go out and smash the patriarchy break down those glass ceilings and concrete ceilings and whatever kind of ceilings there are that you can do anything you want you are a strong young independent woman I was like yeah 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 <laughs> I was really here I was here for it I was here for it it was really it, a boot camp on how to just take on the world it was great yeah and it, it was, was such a we're all in this together vibe it was such a community atmosphere so yeah I don't know that we would have gotten that in a mixed school so it was it was great overall and I feel like even just like our level of education was so good like it couldn't have been better and I think yeah we like you said it was always going to be the number one school well for me anyway the school I picked was the school that I wanted to go to regardless of whether it was mixed or not and I chose it because it was just a really good school that prioritized all the things that were important to me and it definitely yeah it lived up to its name so yeah I'm grateful for it yeah same here like the girls I became friends with in secondary I'm still very much friends with to this day yeah Uh, especially one of them um we were friends from like younger obviously because like my friend she lives like right next to me so we used to play out together as like children we went to different primary schools but then we ended up going to the same secondary school and so it just solidified our friendship even more lifelong plus 10 years and all that business so um we love it we love it we do we love to see it and I also just feel like in a way not having guys there was handy because I didn't ever really care about what I looked like I was never trying to impress anyone I mean the looks I was coming out with 
it was it was shocking like I fully I had a pink face and I put on like neon pink tights and I didn't care I didn't care I wasn't trying to impress anyone I was like I like pink I'm gonna wear pink and I mean I have regrets there were fashion crimes made but I was happy so I guess that's what counts right that's so funny because like you really don't wear color anymore like if anyone knows Ivy dresses head to toe black so the black she was serving pink look unbelievable (laughs) but yeah it definitely gave me the freedom to just like figure myself out because as we say like those teenage years um year seven to eleven those are really pinnacle times in your life and you're going through all the different stages being a teenager so I'm glad I had that room to figure myself out but also know like okay these girls are going through it as well yeah and there's a sisterhood element to it which is lovely Mm. and there's a sisterhood element to it which is lovely Mm. we are sisters yeah i constantly have songs in my head for like any given moment so if someone says a word and it's a song i will sing it (laughs) you are Um, literally a jukebox (laughs) i am i feel like in a former life i was a jukebox so please expect these on more of our podcasts but you are correct. No mental distractions. I went to school. My head was in my books. Every now and then I might look up to see a six-year-old guy. But for the most part, <laughs> I was there to get my education. And I really, I'm glad I had a uniform as ugly as it was because mm. I could not deal with the stress of trying to figure out what I was going to wear each day, plan my outfits and think, oh, I don't want to be wearing the same thing as her. Is, is what I'm wearing cool? No, we were in the same ugly uniform together. Oh, yeah people tried to customize it as much as possible like oh, i'm gonna roll my skirt and i'm not gonna wear the blazer hunt we all look like forest trees we look you like just have to take the l to be honest there was no way around it at least you know i saved time in the morning so i didn't have to think about what i was gonna wear because it was the same thing i wore yesterday <laughs> in my shirt and that because come on yeah do you know what though i feel like well like we have to talk about the drama that comes with an all-girls school we just have to I just... it's great for like you know the sisterhood female empowerment we're all in this together but hun let me not lie to you girls all the drama. there was a range there were days when it was like yeah we're sisters we're we're this we're gonna stick together and others where it was just full-on drama like full-on fighting people swinging and everything physical fights hair flying hmm no two days were the same it was great though, very entertaining. I even remember like there was this period where you'd tell someone a secret and you'd be like, please don't tell anyone. And then the next day everyone's talking about it like it's common knowledge. Like you might as well have just made a PSA and just gotten it done in one go because everyone is gonna know your business. Yeah, there, there are no secrets in, in secondary school, in all girls. Like if you don't want anyone to know anything, don't tell anyone. Because once no. you tell one person, the whole year basically knows. Yeah, immediately. There are no secrets. Sorry, your secret is my secret. It's our secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I mean, like, too, sometimes you would tell people you thought were your closest friends as well, but what you don't know is that to them, ah, oh, they're your close friend, but for them, someone else is even closer friends, and they have everyone's loyalties did not lie in the same place. <laughs> These hoes ain't loyal. Honestly, you know. Well, Do you know what I did like about it? I feel like. But probably because it wasn't all girls school, the friendships, the groups were more blurred. Like it wasn't very cliquey. Everyone kind of just mixed with each other. And that is something I did love about it. Like it wasn't great when you were telling a secret because then everyone would know. But aside yeah. from that, 
yeah, you could kind of just mix and blend with everyone and it wasn't so like rigid. Ours was a bit different because Ooh. we had um, six forms in every year group mm-hmm. and for years seven, eight and nine, the first three form groups would have classes with each other and then the second three form groups would have classes with each other. So there was like a whole half of my year that I never really met or spoke to because I didn't have classes with them. So it was like we were kind of separate and most of the people that I was friends with were people who were like in my form who I saw on a regular basis or in the form half like that I had classes with. Yeah. And I feel like on the most, like if I'm speaking generally, most people like their solid friendship groups were people in their forms. Oh, interesting. like I was also that kind of person who I could literally like speak to anyone in my year. Like I knew everyone by name. I was friendly to everyone. I could go and have a chat with like loads of people. Yeah. But in terms of like, oh, would I call them like close friends? Not really because I didn't know them that well because our year was like kind of divided in halves. Yeah. But I could tell like people had really great friendship groups. And sometimes I think, ah, oh, like if only I spent a bit more time you know talking to her if, if only I was in that form group I probably would have been closer to her but yeah. there's all of these like, ifs and buts but oh. like on the whole our year was live like no two days were the same there was always like dancing on tables raves in classrooms oh, yeah. like sometimes even in the morning so I remember this one time in year nine it was first thing in the morning we were having like form time at like 8 30 and our teacher hadn't arrived yet so someone was just like playing music on their phone and we were like dancing on the tables having this rave at 8 30 in the morning <laughs> i'm so here for that we were live it was great yeah the energy was unmatched nothing has topped that nothing in life has topped secondary yeah. school energy secondary school is just different everyone knows it whatever school you went to secondary school band you went through everything and you know we did go through a lot of trauma we did uh, let's call it character building for now nonetheless it was the liveest years it was i have the best memories this is why when we got to sixth form so obviously we met at the same sixth form but this is why i was so hurt because the energy changed it was not the same like i thought it was going to be the same because the sixth one was a part of my secondary school so i was like okay yeah. here we more of the same a continuation but you would be so wrong the people were so dry they were sourceless not everyday ready salted sometimes bring flavor no sauce say it again for the people in the back (laughs) Uh, it was quite a shock to the system and for me personally like i really enjoyed my school and i knew i really wanted to go to the sixth form that was in my school i knew it'd be live my main school was like super super diverse we had people from loads of different backgrounds um it was so so fun and diverse and i knew the sixth one would be live i knew it'd be like banter non-stop and then my mom was like no if you get into this other sixth form you're going i was like but and she was like no if you get into the sun school, you are going. I was like, I don't want to leave my friends, my teachers, the environment I know. Anyways, I ended up going and, and I got in. So and uh, yeah, wasn't exactly what I expected. Did lack some flavor. Quite in, a bit, to be quite honest. In context. All areas. What upset me with it was because <laughs> my secondary school, like yours, was very, very, very diverse, like loads of different cultures, backgrounds. It was great. And the sixth form, 
advertise itself in the same way. Like I have a really vivid picture of the prospectus where they had a diverse group of friends chilling on the grass. There was no diverse group of friends chilling on the grass when I arrived. Half the people were from private schools and it just wasn't, it wasn't the same. Like I don't have anything against people from private schools, but it was like the majority of the people were from yeah. private schools and there was no diversity. Colleges, universities, you all know what you're doing. <laughs> You're not slick. <laughs> we see you. You want to present yourself to the parents, like, yeah, diverse cultures, <laughs> that religions, freedom, liberal. And then you're like, oh, this is great. And then you actually get in and you're like, bruh, what happened to all of that that was on the page? <laughs> you like diversity who? Diversity where? Huh? I even remember, it's actually so funny. I even remember being in sixth form and being asked to be in one of the pictures for the prospectus. And I was like, guys, this is going too far because it's not like this. This is false advertising. You're lying to the people. I refuse to be involved. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a step too far. You've already lied to me. You've robbed me of my friends chilling on the grass. So I'm not going to be that friend chilling on the grass for the next group of people. But yeah, as we mentioned, the the ratio is quite off in the sixth form because obviously the, the girls who came from the main school, they had top priority. So it was like a huge majority of those girls were just carrying on through the sixth form because they had priority. And then it was like, okay, girls from other schools, fine. And then guys from other schools. And then there was, as you said, like a huge intake of like people from private schools. And again, we don't have any issue with that, but obviously like going from a state school and obviously your school was a state school as well. Mm -hmm. We just like grew up with, I don't know different principles just different energies just how we were but slightly different and then I suddenly felt like oh am I going into myself because these people act a certain way or like come from a certain background or have a certain kind of privilege yeah um, and it was quite obvious who came from what school because majority of the guys or there was like a huge group of people who came from one school and it was like a mixed school yeah. and so they had already arrived to this sixth form with their ready-made like friendship groups and cliques and there were so many of them so already it was hard to like try and make friends because you felt like majority of you your year already know each other and already coming in with like these solid foundations so again for me being a girl like coming from another school it was hard because I was like okay these girls are from main school they all know each other they're all friends like they're probably don't want to make any more friends like they're kind of stuck in their groups and I was like okay these people also already have their friendship groups so it was very very difficult and considering I'd moved schools and actually left my friends and my teacher and what was familiar behind I was like <laughs> yeah that's so frustrating and then looking around and then not seeing people that look like me I was also like <laughs> like I couldn't be myself and I, I felt like that there wasn't that many people that I connected with like yes I spoke to people but I didn't feel like I was my same self that I was like in main school I didn't feel like I could be my energetic banterous fresh af <laughs> kind of self which is what I was like in secondary you know what I mean yeah completely and I think that you're, you hit the nail on the head really like there were so few people like us in that sixth form so it felt like there was a tiny tiny group of us where we could really just be ourselves and in any other group or scenario it felt like you had to yeah try and act a certain way or be a certain way and I hated that and kind of like what I was saying earlier I feel like um in main school we didn't really have fixed friendship groups like you had people who were friends with each other but the groups weren't solid it wasn't cliquey and in sixth form that completely completely shifted like it, the groups were so segregated like people just didn't talk to each other if they weren't each other's friendships groups really which is really yeah. upsetting so 
it wasn't it wasn't ideal I'm glad you came though I'm glad you joined even through oh. all the trauma <laughs> I'm glad you were there brought made the the sauce, brought a bit of spice exactly. to, our, yeah, to our slightly dead year oh thanks <laughs> that's okay so I thought you were going to say something mean but that was actually really cute I know I thought I was going to say something mean too but I have to appreciate you because it would have been so dry otherwise oh yeah I mean the school and the education great but it, it just lacked a lot of source like we can literally count the black people in our year like on on one hand yeah including ourselves yeah they're above on like this like why can't i have been born a year earlier because the year above they look live they look like they were having fun and i was like can't i be in that year exactly i was like can't i just go back to main school though because it wasn't like this and I, they lied to us like we were robbed of that experience if they sold it the way that it was i don't know that i would have been there because it was not what i was expecting in the slightest and just kind of hearing overhearing like people's conversations and their kind of issues and just oh, you could just hear the privilege oh, and i'm just like oh my goodness literally i just think <laughs> i remember us being um so we were both senior prefects and i remember um we got to choreograph a senior prefect dance um to uptown oh funk and we had to teach it to the rest of the prefect team and it was just it was the most entertaining thing because no one had any rhythm nope none whatsoever like they were struggling with the two-step and we choreographed a whole routine to Uptown Funk. It was a challenge. It was quite a challenge because it, it was a lot of us as well because we were choreographing it for the prefects in our year and then the ones in the year below who were just about to like take our place. So it was at least like oh, 20 yeah. that we had to choreograph a dance and perform it to like the entire sixth form. <laughs> but it was like, listen, <laughs> it was like pilot art students were like, listen guys, we've simplified the routine for you sourceless Unrhythmic people. <laughs> I'm really in shock. I'm so sorry. Anyway, considering a lot of these people didn't know how to dance before, yeah, they were moving and made it look so good. Like I was, we did that. I was like a proud mum. I was like, Chris Jenner, you go, girl. Yeah, I was like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing. Like when it all came together, it was so cool and literally so much fun. Yeah, I don't know how we did that because there was no sauce to begin with, but there was sauce at the end. There was a little, a little bit of Maggie liquid seasoning in there. A little bit. Just a little sprinkle. <laughs> Maggie liquid. Maggie <laughs> the one that you like put in a bag and shake. Oh my Stop. God. <laughs> Why does that exist? Stop. I'm not okay no, it. I'm actually mad that like I didn't get voted best dancer in the yearbook, or at least I'm, you. I wasn't going to talk about it because I'm still sad. Oh. No, I'm so mad. The person, the guy that got voted best dancer, wh why? Like, when have you ever seen him dance? It was because at the, what was it, the under the sea, he was pulling up gun fingers and doing this little rave, little skank. No, did you see what I did? I choreographed a whole dance. Like, fam, I will challenge you. Dance off. Let's go. Like, what more can I do to prove to you that I can dance? Yeah, I remember that because we were at a school dance and he just pulled up some gun fingers. That's and it was like, like creating some circle around and I was like are you joking like <laughs> literally if there was a dance off it would have been over for him bam I will do you've got surf stop the yard let's go <laughs> I was so ready to move step up style like it, it would have I would have shut him down he could he wouldn't have stood a chance he was lucky he got lucky with that he didn't deserve it 
that's how I know these lot were just voting for their friends. Like, honestly, it was so cliquey. People were just voting for their friends for these kind of things. And I was like, cool, have it. Have it. Fine, take it. I don't want it anyway. You don't deserve it, but have it. All yours. I don't want it anyway. <laughs> Rigged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many no, honestly, With six form, it just, it just got to the stage where I was just over it. And I was like, yeah, get me to uni. Yeah. And do you know what another, another issue for me was? is that I actually ended up having more friends in like the sixth form I didn't go to. So obviously my friends from um, my secondary school, they had stayed at our school in the sixth form. And I had more friends by becoming friends with their friends than I did at my own sixth form that I went to. That's saying something. Like, That's not how it's meant I to go. to them more than I do people <laughs> who came from the actual sixth form I went to. No. And I don't it up. I I know that it would have banged and I'm friends with them to this very day. I know them better than the people I knew in my own year. Like, tell me how that's possible. Yeah, your mum did you dirty there. She yeah. really did. It's worrying. But you know, I to meet you. I yeah, you. that's a positive. It was worth it. It was worth all the trauma for me. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think for both of us it just got to the point where we're like, yeah, cool. This isn't life for us. I'm over it. Someone get me to uni and I struggle. A levels were hard. A levels are the most difficult thing I've ever way more difficult than uni personally. No, do you know I I I love doing my dissertation. That was I would 100 percent do that again. A levels was something else, right? Because are you okay? Listen, let me explain. <laughs> Stick with me for a second. Okay. Secondary school, hmm. they they always told you, ah, oh, the, the jump from GCSE to A-level is huge. They yes. didn't emphasise how huge the jump is. So imagine me, yeah, I get an A or an A-star in GCSE chemistry. So I'm like, oh, I love chemistry. I, I should really do chemistry. Get to A-level. Basically, I need you to unlearn everything you learned in GCSE chemistry because that's all wrong. Mm. And it was a whole load of maths. And I was like, fam, I didn't opt to do maths. I opted to do chemistry. <laughs> I was struggling. And then I also did music because when I did music GCSE, it was fun. We were always like jamming all the time. My teachers were amazing. Um, Pass with flying colours. And I knew that they would have supported me if I'd gone to the sixth school. Come to your school now. Uh, <laughs> if you've got grade five theory and you don't know this, and you don't play a classical instrument and you can't read Bach and play Mozart and all this, then you're just not going to do well. And I was like, great. This is great. <laughs> I have not struggled so much in my life than when it did to A-levels. And I was like, revising every single day. And I was like, please, I just want to get to you. I, I just want to get to you. I just want to get, that's all I was doing. It was <laughs> to get to uni. And I was like, once I, once I get to uni, I've made it, made it. Yeah, it's so true. It's, do you know what? That is a point. That is a point. Because I remember thinking, six one's going to be great because we have loads of these free periods. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to go have fun. I can go home. I can relax. I can chill with my friends. There was no free time. When I tell you, I lived in that library. There was no other way. There was no other way. It was the biggest facade, those free times. And I was like, wow, this is so relaxing. I only have to study subjects that I actually want to. But yeah. it turns out half the subjects I was studying, I probably should have. I was not doing well. It weren't for me. And I was like, great. I don't know where this leaves me. I just remember you revising for chemistry and I was looking at your textbook and I was like, I don't know what language they're speaking. I don't know what this is. This is not... Yeah, it was it was intense. It's so true. I think we 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 both got to the point where we were like, get us out, we're done, get us to university yeah. because this is cancelled. 
I feel like I probably should have known that chemistry wasn't the subject for me. When I think you I should have. my class and everyone else who was studying chemistry in my class was studying it with biology or physics Ooh. or maths. And I was out here with my music, drama and English self doing <laughs> chemistry. And I was like, hmm. Right. Did you um, not think at any point that it didn't really fit in with it? Didn't cross your mind? No? Okay. It didn't quite click for me. And I was like, mm, now I understand why these subjects go together. Yeah, sometimes you have to make the mistake to realise it's a mistake. We've all been there. It's okay. I wish it wasn't a two-year-long mistake. <laughs> but honestly, A-levels were probably the most traumatic two years. Yeah, it was, it was painful. Clearly, we're not over it. But this what? is why I feel like getting to uni was just like... It was, it actually lived up to its expectations. It was great. Yeah. And I think it was just nice to be in a scenario where there were girls, there were guys, and it was normalized. Like, I even remember like Freshers' Week when we were living with guys and girls and it was never even a thing. It was just normal. And that whole anticipation that we had in secondary school thinking, what's it going to be like with guys? What's it going to be like that we didn't really experience in sixth form? We finally experienced and it was kind of just okay. Yeah. Do you know, as much as I hate on our sixth form, it was, it was great. Like, honestly, I am thankful for, like, the opportunities we had. As we mentioned before, like, we had these assemblies where they invited, um, like, different industry people, or industry people, people who, who had worked or were working in different industries, from, like, actors to lawyers. And a lot of these people were, like, people's parents, like, actors from EastEnders. And I'm like, that's your dad? Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> There were mad connections, like mad connections. Some of the people I went to school with, their parents are like CEOs and CFOs and all, and I, it took me a while before I clocked that. Yeah. Um, but they were always like dishing out the fem. It was super like feminist yeah. and strong the feminist boot camp. And do you know what? Lately, on Twitter and just on social media, I've been seeing a lot about girls who went to all girls school, all girls school this, and I'm like, do we act differently? I feel like we do. Maybe it's just because we're more like outspoken, but listen yeah. to us. Like our schools were like feminist boot camps. We felt yeah. strong in parents. And I, what I love about our sixth form is that it was the same for the guys as well. Like they were always preaching like feminism and equal rights to everyone. We were just catching it. We're catching all the feminism. Yeah. Just it. <laughs> you can have some feminism. You have some feminism. You <laughs> guys, girls, everyone was catching. So it was really great to see like these yeah. men boys whatever you want to call them um who are like super headstrong and you know it was cool to be a feminist yeah life. that's the point if you were someone that yeah wasn't a feminist you were kind of like cast aside and looked down on and I think it was cool because like you said with all the speakers they made such a conscious effort to make us just think about the world we live in and how to make it a better place and also just instill a sense of like being able to do whatever we want um yeah with our lives and yeah can't take that lightly it had it, it had it it had its perks i'll give it that and i think where people came from such different backgrounds like with different kind of privileges or whatever background it meant that there was a lot, lots of debates went on but like positive debating like you were never just hearing your own opinion yeah. but someone was always ready to sort of like argue with you about something like everyone Everyone was keeping had, everyone in check. Yeah, everyone was keeping everyone in check. So we would have like full on debates about like Labour and Conservatives and Liberal Dems and political parties. But it was like, oh, I'm actually being an adult and we're actually engaging in, you know, things that are happening in our society, like especially when it came to like voting in elections. Mm -hmm. We were all like actively being yeah. political and like getting involved, which was which was definitely great. 
It's so true. I even remember they had, I think, a member of each major political party come into school and kind of just do a speech. So we could even yeah. just get a better idea of what they were all representing, which was amazing. So I think you don't really get that opportunity to have like a, a one-on-one chat with people in each party and actually get, yeah, hear it from the horse's mouth, really, what they actually believe in and what they stand for. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And they had um, the woman from like the Green Party mm-hmm. come in. And I remember like not even knowing anything about the Green Party because in my head from like what you see it's literally always like Labour or Conservatives yeah and it was great having like someone from the Lib Dems and the Green Party like talk about all these things we were like ah oh, like you guys actually have mad ideas why don't more people vote for you yeah <laughs> oh my goodness I forgot about that was great oh my god do you remember this lady came in from UKIP and she was rinsed she was rinsed it was so bad someone literally asked her from someone in the school asked her how she slept at night I was like this is yeah yeah, we it were was, a very outspoken, headstrong. We were. No one held back. Kind of sixth form. Yeah, yeah. no one held them back, which is kind of cool and kind of great. Yeah, but she had no chance. As much as I struggled in sixth form, uni, oh, once I got to uni, I just flourished. I became social butterfly Sammy, who was friends with everyone. <laughs> and you never looked back. Never look back and now I literally had like loads of guy friends and I was like this was not so easy actually uni I'm like 100 friends right only took seven years (laughs) (laughs) seven years but I am here now Um, right I felt like it was slightly different for me like it was it was normal to live with guys and it was normal to be around guys but it still took me a minute to feel comfortable because I was like this is weird like we were thrown in at the deep end yeah whereas for me it was like week one Boom, straight yeah. in. Week one, you've got 30 guy friends. <laughs> what can I say? Um, yeah, I think you're right when you, when you mentioned like flat, like it just became very, very normal. Like yeah. it wasn't, oh, the guys live in that block and the girls live in this block. It was like, no, you just live together. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we live with people. <laughs> yeah, so then the people I live with like naturally became my friends like at first, especially during like Freshers Week and you know, the people who live on the floors below. And then gradually I became like friends with people who live in that block yeah and the block too so it was all just very very normal and I was like why was this such a struggle I was like why was this such a big deal and the thing is like when I made those friendships I wasn't overthinking or like oh is he gonna think that I was literally just being like very very normal so I was like why was I fretting about all of this yeah when it's like it's literally just like having my female friends but they're guys yeah talk about same mostly the same things yeah but literally just having normal conversations um so yeah. I, I got uni for that yeah and we got there in the end we got guy friends in the end yeah so not all bad Lows. I guess it helped me being on my team that yeah. I just joined a team that was made up of all guys yeah joining an American football team will do that for you Woo. yep listen again okay this is a great example to explain what our sixth form was like. So with my American football team, right, it's a mixed league. And that's what they always said. Like, oh, of course you can join, Sammy. It's a mixed league. When I joined, were there any girls? <laughs> were there any women, female? No, just me. Yeah. But on paper, you can say it's a mixed team. Because, <laughs> hey, you've got your one token black girl. So what? And that's what sixth form yeah. was like. That's the, the perfect analogy. Very, very different. Yeah. Expectations and reality just didn't meet. They didn't mix. They don't know each other. 
but I'll save the American Football Uni chat for another time because that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, but feel free to get in touch with us using hashtag BlackBrokenBrilliant on Twitter or message us on our Insta page if you want to tell us about your all-girls or all-boys school experiences. We'd love to hear them. Yes, and please like, subscribe, share this podcast with your mums, your nans, your grands, your bosses. You know what to do. Put it on whilst you're cooking, whilst you're reading whatever <laughs> we'll be back next thursday i've been ivy i've been some miracle thanks, thanks for listening, for listening.